Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Grab It Quick News. This is the second episode of season three and the first podcast during the coronavirus. For those of you just tuning in, this is season three of Grab It Bizarre Sex News. A big thanks to everyone who is listening and a big shout out to my friends who are writing to me. All right, let's get started. A gentle reminder, if you're not 18 or older, you should not be listening to this without your parents' consent. The coronavirus has affected everyone. CDC has given us pretty common sense instructions, like don't touch your face, wash your hands for 20 seconds or more, concentrating on the fingernails and fingertips, as well as social distancing and avoiding large crowds. Another thing I think that we're missing in this time is empathy. We must care about everyone, old, young, and people we don't know about. Now more than ever, we need to depend upon one another, whether that's helping with grocery shopping, delivering things to those who aren't allowed out, FaceTiming, or just waiting until the afternoon to shop so that our elderly people can. We need to do that. This political climate has shown us how nasty humans can be. Mudslinging, racist dog whistles, and greed at its finest. This is not the America that I know. This is not the America that you know. This is not normal. I urge you all to really think about the fear that you are experiencing because the truth is every day we wake up, we are dying. So remember, during this time, we need to stay positive, we need to stay compassionate, and most of all, we need to stay safe. All right, we have reached the second half of my podcast where I answer letters from you, my listeners. So we're going to start with our first letter. It is from a female in Ontario, Canada. She writes, Dear Jessica, me and my boyfriend were having sex. Afterwards, he pulled me close and told me that my pussy smells. Whoa. I was offended. He told me not to be. What should I do? Well, female in Ontario, I'm kind of sorry he said it and then I'm kind of not. Unfortunately, female odor can be a problem if you are not cleaning with the right soaps, if you are not wearing the right underwear, if you are not taking care of your body and eating healthy. Sometimes the female odor is from something called your pH balance. Everything in your body has a balance. The vagina has a balance, so it has pH. When that balance is off, whether that's too much or too little, it can cause dryness, itchiness, and odor. So that could be a problem. Another issue could be that you have a sexually transmitted disease that you do not know about because some of us think when we get an STD, it's burning, it's irritation. It could actually be an STD. Now you could also have an STI, which could be trichomonas or bacteria vaginosis. And if that's the case, then you want to go ahead and go... um, 
do whatever your doctor says, which is usually putting you on a round of medication and making sure that that happens. Um, You can also just Google um, feminine hygiene, natural feminine hygiene, and it'll give you a list of things that you can do um, so that you can stay fresh, clean and dry. Do I think your boyfriend was an asshole for telling you? No, I think he is a keeper. I think um, talking about body odor, talking about blood, talking about anything like that, it can it can make you feel like, oh my God, like it's uncom- it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. And your boyfriend seems to be like the type of person where he wanted to talk about it and make sure that you know, you understood that he's trying to come from a place of love because if he didn't, he could have waited till y'all broke up and been like, that bitch is pussy stink. You know what I'm saying? He could have thrown shade at you. He could have told everybody around you and then they tell you, but he actually pulled you close, told you, and that basically means that it's probably good puss. He just wants it to, you know, smell a little fresher and you can do that. Everybody can have a clean vagina. It is not hard to keep a clean vagina, okay? So no worries. Keep your head up, stay positive, and let me know how it goes. Thank you so much for the letter. Our second letter is from a male. He did not give a location. He writes, Dear Jessica, my girlfriend who I've been dating for the past four months has an ex that she does not claim. Situationship type beat is in uh, parentheses. They still talk, though. Am I wrong for feeling some type of way? I'm going to say yes and no. No, you should not feel some type of way because if he was all that, she would be with him because obviously they had a situationship, you know what I'm saying? And most most male and females, if the situationship is right, perfect, you know what I'm saying? It's that A1 YOLA, hey, we'll get in a relationship, see how it works. And if it doesn't work out, hey, at least we still have a situationship. So she didn't do that. She's with you. She just still talks, which means he's probably the one that can't get over it. I'm just going to hip you to that game. All right. Um, why you should be annoyed. You should be more annoyed with him than her. Because women, we have something called sexual soul ties. When we have sex with people, we feel a connection with him. Even if it's just for that moment in time. 20 years from now, if we meet that person on the street, we're still going to want to be kind to them. Or, you know what I mean? Unless they're just a total dick. That's women. So she could just be talking to him to be nice because that's what women are taught. Be nice. Be nice. You know, so don't fault her for this. If anything, fault him and realize that he may be doing this for one or two things. He could be doing this because he is desperate and he really wants her back. Or he could be doing this because they really do have a genuine friendship. Would I say look away, let them go out to eat together without you, all that kind of shit? No, I would say be very vigilant about her and I would make sure that I would stay on my P's and Q's. So whatever you had to do to get her, you're going to have to continue to do to keep her. Just so you know, be hyper vigilant and 
make sure that you are reassuring her in this relationship that you are not a jealous type person and let her know that you're concerned if this has become an argument just let her know that your concern about this particular situation is coming from your heart and make sure that it is coming from your heart don't let this be about no competition shit where you know I just she mine don't ever let it come from a place of possession always let it come from a place of love like I love you I want to make sure that our relationship is a hundred and I can't do that if you got some dude that's always around you know what I'm saying if it's if it's that if it's not that then you may need to cut your losses. Or this is just, I like this chick, me and her, it's a shallow relationship, but I'm just going to call her my girlfriend for the sake of doing it. Ben, I mean, you know what I mean? I, you know what you need to do. But honestly, I would say um, just stay vigilant with it, keep your eye on it, and stay positive about it. Thanks so much for the letter. All right, our last and final letter is coming out of North Carolina. It is from a female. She writes, Dear Jessica, I really want my boyfriend to open up to me and tell me what's on his mind. I know he's going through it and I want to help him in any way that I can, but I feel like I can't because he won't allow me in. Any advice? Well, female from North Carolina, I want to thank you so much for writing me this letter. I think this is a question that most women have when it comes to men because men have been told from the beginning that they cannot express their emotions and that they have to keep it in and when they can talk to their dad or their male mentor then they can you know kind of express you know a little bit of their discontent or disconcernment of what the issue is but at all times they must be a man and they cannot cry and they cannot show emotion so always remember that um the thing when you have a man who does not want to open up you need to let him know how it makes you feel and this is always going to be dependent on the duration of the relationship. If this is a year or better, you know what I mean? Then you need to let this person know, hey, we've been together for a year and I want to make sure that we are on the same page. I want to make sure that I can be there for you emotionally. And I want to make sure that you can be there for me emotionally, because this is the thing. If he can't open up to you on an emotional level. You can't open up to him on an emotional level. And you guys stay on this level. So make sure that you express to him how you feel. Then after you do that, you also need to think about, are you a safe place for him to fall? Are you nagging at him at every chance you get what's wrong with you damn i just wish you would tell me uh uh gosh ah ah oh ah this is just annoying me that you won't tell me if that's the tone you are carrying it is not a safe place for him and nine times out of ten he's gonna keep it bottled up also if you exhibit any behavior that can be misconstrued as controlling, as vindictive, as gossipy, as messy boots, 
he may not want to open up to you. If you have a tendency to tell your friends every little thing about your life, if you have a tendency to post things on Facebook or post every single thing about your life, your love life is on Facebook before him. If you have a tendency to do any of those type of deals, he will not open up to you. And I know this generation, well, you know, Jessica, I want to be on social media and I like to floss and I like people to know that I'm happy and I'm in love. But can't people know that you're happy and in love just by looking at you? Shouldn't you have a glow about you that says, I'm happy and I'm in love? You shouldn't have to take a picture to put it all over social media, right? So that's that. I mean, if he... If he really trusts you, he will open up to you. And some men, they take time. They take time to open up. And then other men, they want you to be vulnerable. And that's another thing. If you are an African-American female, um, if you are Latina female, if you are a woman of color, we all have something called Superman syndrome. That is where we have to be that winner that hero for everybody we got to uplift everybody we got to do everything for everybody and we got to make sure y'all know we the shit you know what I mean we're there so when you have that complex unfortunately you do get a lot of applause girl I don't know how you do it oh girl if I was you I would be exhausted oh you are you are so wonderful you are you're superman you wonder woman we get all that applause but our partners sometimes go damn she's perfect I can't talk to her she's she's perfect if I talk to her she's gonna think my my problems are inconsequential I mean look at all the shit she's going through but she's able to accomplish it and overcome it so when that has happened if you are in that category then you need to make yourself vulnerable and that means if you have a bad day don't hide it. Don't drive around the block for 20 minutes to decompress before you talk to him because some of us do that. Don't vent to your, your girlfriend about it and then get home and not talk to him about it because some of us do that. But actually open up and let him know how you feel. Babe, I had a really bad day today. Or babe, I'm stressed out about X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Be vulnerable because once a man can see that you're vulnerable and you are not perfect then he can kind of that pedestal he had John he can kind of take you off the pedestal and he can meet you eye to eye and you guys can have that vulnerable conversation usually when you open up and say something vulnerable you tell something about yourself that's an intimate detail the normal thing for anyone to do is to go oh they're sharing an intimate detail. I'll share an intimate detail. And then you have that banter where before you know it, you guys are having an intimate conversation and you guys are getting to know each other and you both are opening up to one another. So I hope this helps you. Let me know how it goes. Thanks. All right, everybody, you've made it to the end of my podcast. 
I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank my fabulous people who keep writing me. I want to thank my fabulous fans who keep leaving me voice messages. And I want to thank everybody so, so, so much. Season three. And for those of us who are scared and uncertain about these times, let's just stay loud. Let's stay proud. Let's stay positive. And always remember, I love you. So remember, be good or be good at it. Bye.